welcome to the welcome to the pre-show, everybody. Uh, we didn't have a show on Halloween last night. How'd your Halloween go, T? That was pretty good. You know, passed out uh, candy to the trick or treaters. Nice. Uh, Wario helped out with my nephews and things like that. Fun, fun. We didn't do shit. We stayed at home, watch horror movies. My daughter is not good with trick or treating. She's not great at it. And we don't ever have anybody in our neighborhood anyway. So. She enjoy the horror movie at least. Uh, no, she she not did not watch say. horror movies. She seems a bit young, but yeah, yeah. Uh, she's uh, autistic and will knock on the door and she'll just walk in the like last it was a few years ago we went, but she went in, walked, sat on the dude's couch and just started hanging out. At one house, she grabbed the controller, like started uh changing the channel. Uh. But yeah, we can do rapid fire uh, show from news uh, today. Image Comics has announced that their in-house employees are forming a union, which is pretty dope. More power mm. to people. Uh, we'll talk more about that uh, next week on Sunday's show. Uh, man, I'm still moving. You can't even really tell, but this shelf right here in the background is cleaned off, and a couple of shelves down here. I still have a long, long way to go, but I, I didn't reach it. I kind of enjoyed having Halloween off because I used all the time to just be very proactive and moving. But holy shit, Inferno! I did read it, and man, yeah, it's rad. My um, favorite part was probably Destiny going. Do you want me to tell you how it's going to go, Charles? I was like, oh, it was a cool yes, line. But yes. one thing I thought, one thing, a couple of things got under my skin though. Like first of all. Nightcrawler, you do not have a good relationship with Mystique. Why the fuck do you suddenly care about I mean, making sure, her happy? Sure, but I don't know. It's kind of like a new day. He's really leaned into it's a whole new day for mutants, you know, and he always wanted that relationship. Okay, sure. I mean, it's good. not complete. It's not out of character, but it is yeah. like frustrating. It, it, you no, know? I agree 100%. Not out of character, but yeah, like, really, dude? Really? Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, the other thing, though, that bugged me was like, okay, so Xavier and Magneto, like, they've been told, okay, the one thing you have to do is make sure Destiny doesn't come back. And yeah. they know that Mystique, the shapeshifter, yeah. is the one most likely to thwart that uh, goal. Yeah. And so they make it where anyone who looks like Magneto and then anyone who looks like Xavier <laughs> can get all the tools they need to bring Destiny back. Yeah. That was so easy. I was expecting like this really elaborate scheme that Mystique had to go through, but she didn't. It yeah, was a, she just sort of did it. She was perfectly equipped with her well-known power set <laughs> yeah. to just walk in and do it whenever she wanted. Yeah, it seems kind of like I don't know because I don't want it to seem. I don't want to come out like I'm saying, "Oh, Hickman is writing Magneto and Professor X out of character to make Moira seem." more competent but you're right dude they seem like they're just kind of bumbling and stumbling through this it's like yeah that was your own. why don't you just murder her ass you know if it's that important i don't know uh, there is this duality between those two and what moira has said you know they've it feels like they've leaned 100 into what moira has told them about what's going to happen but yet they're not really following through with it like they should be you know i don't know this bickering with Moira when it was all her fucking idea to begin with. It's like, where do you yeah. two get off? You know? I don't know. But I did uh, like the whole thing with, like, uh, Colossus coming in to be yes. the new Quiet Council member. That'll be fun. He's a he's one of my favorite X-Men, so it'll be cool to see him on the council. And he's been great in this new status quo. He's been the farmer, you know, away from everything. It's It sort of feels like the worker coming to the 
to the government table finally you know yeah that's a cool thing to lean into like him he has like the yeoman's perspective you know exactly dude and i don't know how far they're gonna go with this in x-force but he's still basically you know a big mole for what i'd consider the the i don't know the most cemented villain you know mikhail in terms of the villains that the x-men have now yes there's orcus Yes, there's, you know, whatever is going on in the new X-Men book by Duggan. But Mikhail has actually done, I think, the most damage. The Russians, with all their shit that they've been throwing at Krakoa and all that. Yeah, hard to dispute. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for stopping by, Andy. Yeah, if nothing's convoluted, then it's not working right. If we don't have nothing to bitch about, yeah. you're not I mean, writing a good comic. <laughs> the X-Men in particular, yes. like, between, like, time travel and, like, the really sloppy, like, romantic triangles that they have going on. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a real cluster. leaned into that hard, you know, with... Yeah. Wolverine oh yeah. I mean, it's all, it's kind of refreshing, you know, like, Hey, let's just be a throuple, you know, good yeah. for them, honestly. But, uh, what else? Uh, again, I, I read sword. It was solid. You know, it was solid. Yeah. Sword um, was good. Um, I do kind of wish they'd get back to like the core team for sword. It basically has become the Araco well, book and that's, that's cool. You know, well, that's true. That is true. That definitely got back. And I, oh, I was okay, like, oh, so you're, you're my favorite one, dude. My prediction, one. this is 100% Abigail Brand playing Gyrick. Oh, for sure. Oh, like, for sure. He's a pseudo-double yeah. agent, you know? Yeah, or maybe a triple agent, and Orcus is playing both of them. Who knows? I mean, Gyrick does suck. I mean, he is oh, not yeah, an asset terrible. to whatever organization yeah. he's in. He always just makes things worse instead of better. Yeah, dude, he's terrible he is terrible uh another thing that i find frustrating about sword is they're this close to saying okay we need an iraqi x-men team they're this close this yeah cl- it would be kind of cool to see him just pull the trigger on that and get it yes. done with. i mean storm yeah. can be in the book i mean she's like the head of the iraqi government and everything exactly exactly uh anything else you read that you want to mention from last week before we start talking about what's coming out this week um I've gotten started on that long Halloween special thing oh, that came fun. out last week that I yeah. did a little bit of it on Halloween. Um, great Tim Sale art. Worth it for nice. that alone. But nice. um, I get the feeling, though, that this is one of those things where, like, long Halloween was good as is. Like, you know, I feel like you can only, like, diminish it by, like, following up with, like, Gilda Dent, which appears to be yeah. what they're doing. Because that was a great way to end that book. Like, oh, shit. None of them saw Harvey's wife being, like, Spoiler alert for a 20-year-old comic, I guess. But yeah. um, Harvey's <laughs> wife being, like, the actual killer. And, like, yeah. I don't necessarily need them to follow up on that thread, you know? Yeah. It's good, like you said, for the art, though. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we might talk more about those books next week if, if we feel like it. I bought another G.I. Joe today. Uh, I'll get into that sometime next year. But uh, awesome. Let's get into this shit, man. Let's get into this show. Mm-hmm. So many books this week. Well, not as many as last week. Sheer fucking hubris. Sure. How dare we? We got to do hubris for three today, you know? How dare we? We need to, like, up our hubris game. <laughs> yeah, man, I do nothing this week. Ooh. Ooh, stuff. Sucks. It'll be worth it. Greetings, geeks! Oh, that's a 
another episode of this Geek in Comics, our Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. It's Gomer and Taylor. It's just us two, gruesome twosome tonight. Uh, I'm talking about the previews. Uh, had, a, had an okay. Uh, ooh, thanks. Thanks, Frankie. Frankie's I don't know how to feel people, about that. Frankie's one of the only people I agree with about, I'd say, 90% of everything on social media. It's It's actually kind of strange. It's kind of weird. Uh, anyway, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, man. Moving, like when you're moving from one place to another, it's not just, hey, I'm picking up all my stuff and I'm taking it somewhere else. No, you pick up all your stuff and you move it little by little to one spot. And then you move all that stuff again and then again and again. And it's so tiring. My back didn't hurt until this morning when I sat down in my chair, this chair, to to start working. Uh, because, yeah, anytime I was either standing or laying down because I was hurting so bad. but. Uh, anyway, that's, I mean, it must be tough being in your sixties like you are, you know? Oh, I'm old as fuck on that note. Let's, oh, that is not the right. Oh, you want to do it like this? Yeah. Why not? It's just us two. We're not hurting anybody. Uh, if you see something, say something. Yeah. Moving sucks. I don't know if I like that, how it bounces us up. It is a little disorienting. Yeah. Let's just stick with what works. Yeah. Let's stick with what we know. Let's not get fancy. Streamyard's throwing all kinds of awesome at us, but. Uh, again, yeah, we're just going to talk about all of the books that are coming out this week. Uh, if you see something, say something. Meaning, if you're in the chat and you see a book and you want us to talk about it, we will talk about it, no matter how much we know or little, how much or little we know. Uh, so, yeah, if you see something, say something. We start at DC because those books come out first. They come out tonight at midnight on the 2nd. I can't believe we're in fucking November already. And this year, it's like, I can't believe we're in November of 2021. Already, it's we yeah. skipped a whole I mean, year and a half somehow. It it seems like 2021 started last week, you know. Yeah, this is we're definitely in a simulation. Okay, that's all there is to ah, it. Ah, well. Uh, anyway, American Vampire. I mean, uh, I never checked out this 1976, but the original yeah. American Vampire is really good. So this is one of those things where, like, if you haven't checked it out, probably worth at least you know thumbing through it, see if you like what you see. Yeah, uh, Arkham City. Uh, the order of the world. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's okay. It's exactly what you'd think it is. You know, it's a book about the Arkham residents, you know, it's supposed to be sort of like a twist on horror, the villain. It's not bad. It's going to make for a better trade. I think. That does look like a good facsimile of like McKean's art from like the old Grant Morrison Arkham Asylum. Yes. I think that's exactly what they're going for. I think that's exactly what they're going for. So yeah, it's going to make a better trade. Uh, I think uh, moving on, uh, I think we had a mention. Uh, no, I, I, hold on. Frankie mentioned the imposter. The art was amazing. The story just feels like like a revamp of every Batman origin story ever. Yeah, there's this little twist where he's a little bit, you know, edgier, I guess. But I don't know. I'm, I'm off Batman, though. I'm a Batman hater right now. Um, and leaning into that. Batman number 116, the countdown, final countdown of James Tynion's run continues um i'm not i'm not reading it this is consistently mediocre you know like it's fine but all this stuff that they've been doing where they have anchored themselves to fear state um no sorry not fear state to uh future state future state yeah i yeah. got my states mixed up my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard dude it's a lot yeah everything that's on. been like what the possible if we wanted to count tom taylor's uh son of kal-el as something that's anchored to future state I wouldn't really, but that's the only thing that's been like good. 
that's like future state related. Is it though really? I mean, the actual future state thing with uh, John itself was garbage. Like he was a terrible Superman in that book. Terrible Superman. But it kind of worries me. Because I like the direction Tom Taylor is taking with that character, but I don't want that direction to lead. Into yeah, I don't want him to like Candor fucking Metropolis. That'd yes. be a terrible like way to get things going. But anyway, yeah, um, uh, Lieber Mayho does his take of Batman meets a Christmas Carol. This is actually really cool. Uh, I mean, it's and it's Lieber Mayho art. You can't go wrong there. I mean, if you're just picking up that book for the art, you probably won't be disappointed. Yeah. And the story's kind of cool. It's it's fun. It's exactly it's a fun idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, reptilian penultimate issue. I've been off this. Uh, Eli from over the comic book bully says it's it's nice. He's uh, having a good time with it. But uh, the authorities one shot by Philip Kennedy Johnson. Uh, a fun creative team here. Ben Temple Smith even getting in on some art. Uh, but again, I'm gonna skip this too. I'm just I'm not. Man, I hate that I'm not. I'm reading so little. You know DC stuff. Uh, but hey, I mean. There are those old reliables from DC, which we oh, had sure. like a couple weeks ago, so I don't think they'll be out this week. Yeah. But um, yeah. uh, the adventure continues. This is exactly what it promises. It's the Batman the Animated Series going on. Yeah, uh, Big Punk and Catboy. I don't even think those are DC books or this uh, Crushing Lobo. Uh, I don't know anyone who's reading this, uh, but I've heard it's been solid. Uh, Mariko Tamaki knows her way around a comic book, so. It's characters I'm not really interested in. Yeah, um, Lobo's always been a little too much of an edge lord for me, and I yeah that. So yeah, if I don't if not if I'm not on board for Lobo, I'm not going to be on board for Crush. But, yeah, he's got that '90s thing going yeah. for sure. Uh, Daphne Byrne gets collected from the Hill House stuff. Uh, probably the big release of the week from over here at the Distinguished Competition is Tom Taylor's take on a medieval DC comics. You know what? I'm on board for this one. Me too. I mean, Tom Taylor does really good Elseworld stuff, and you know it's Tom fucking Taylor. So exactly, exactly. He thrives when he is not limited by continuity. When he just can work within the foundation and build upon it. And I'm so glad they let him. You know, uh, again, injustice, deceased. Now the what that what the hell ever he's got going on over at Marvel. I don't even remember the name of it, uh, but it's cool. Lights out or whatever. No, that ain't it. It's something like that, though. And the uh, interior lines look pretty good. I'm not familiar with uh, Yasmin here, but it looks, you know, really good from what I've seen so far. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm. I want to read some some solid King Arthur takes. You know, hell I mean? yeah, that sort of shit. Uh, DC Horror Soul Plumber Dave will definitely be talking about this if he is on the show next week. He has a good time with this book. Uh, yeah, none of these are, are DC except for the the Soul Plumber, Fun Girl, Girl. Yeah, man, man. I think these are all Vault and shit comics, dude. I guess Vault it's just to, like this uh this Lunar publisher that DC uses. I guess it's just all their things. Yeah, well, yeah, they're picking up a lot more uh publishers to distribute. Yeah. And they haven't separated. <laughs> yeah, those are indie comics. I think Vault and perhaps Scout. There are a couple of publishers who also go through Lunar. Uh, Lunar, when they first started, you know, last year, early last year, well, middle of last year, they just did DC, but they're fixing to get a lot more stuff. They're about to get a lot more stuff, but hopefully they fix their site, you know, to where it's segmented a little, a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now that they're not just DC, it would be really helpful for them to like organize it by publisher. They're going to start pushing Marvel now too. Marvel's going through Penguin Random House. Lunar's just going to be a sublet, you know, of them. Gracious Uh, me. 
Another big release here, uh, Tom King, Greg Smallwood. Man, okay, so I really enjoyed Tom King's minis. I really enjoyed um, Mr. Miracle. I really enjoyed um, Strange Adventures. And so that's got me excited. And even more excited, though, Greg Smallwood. Greg Smallwood drew that um, Moon Knight book from a couple years ago, and that was some of the best art I've seen in a really long time. So wonderful. Yeah, I'm Uh, definitely looking forward to this. This seems more of a, uh, I don't know, maybe like a cloak and dagger sort of book. And I don't mean to hear yeah. sort of like a spy and, and things like that. It does seem like it's more of a spy book for yeah. sure. Uh, Tom King, that's where he came out of. He was like that's a true. CIA guy. So I mean, he does have a- more firsthand experience than perhaps anyone else who could step up to the plate for this. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love Tom King. His vision run is groundbreaking. Oh, know? hell yeah. But, I didn't even mention vision from him. Like from man, my list is going to go, but yeah, I don't know. I'm still on the fence with human target. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Icon and rocket. Uh, the milestone stuff continues to be great. We're going to have more through the, of that through uh, out next year. Uh, Joker hardcore or hardcover volume one. This is the James tiny and Guillaume March. This is the one that, uh, Adam can't stop raving about. Love that cover. Holy crap. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, the way he described it, it's basically like Smoke and Aces, but starring yeah. like DC characters. So, yeah. hey, that's fun. Uh, Puzzle Box by Rosenberg. I'm off this. It's, it's just okay. It's just all right. Um, yeah, Justice League Infinity. That is carrying on like the animated show. Yeah, it looks like one for the kids. Yeah, but... and then a bunch of indie stuff. Uh, Mr. Miracle, The Source of Freedom. This has been the Brandon Easton book. Uh, Fico Azio is a great artist, but I'm just not a fan of this book at all. It's just all right. Uh, my bad. That's another indie. We're getting there. There's a lot of indie stuff over here. Which covers that, Frankie? That the Joker one. Uh, I've heard good things. Both the maze, that. yeah, looked pretty cool. I like the way like the blood made his mouth and everything. Yeah, I'll but, go um, back because I want to look at both of those. But this this cover I thought was the one he was talking about. But yeah, it might have been this one. It is pretty pretty rad. I think that is pretty clever the way yeah. they uh, did yeah, the maze there. Yeah, but they're both pretty cool. I'm, I'm actually surprised back. we're seeing uh more we're seeing almost as many if not more indie stuff than they are um, DC stuff. Yeah, I think it's just that this particular publisher just throws all of their stuff out for the month on one day. Yeah, but you're um, right. They they absolutely need to like clean up their presentation yes. here. Yeah, uh, Vida Ayala. Uh, oh, oh yeah, the Human Target cover. Oh yeah, that is cool, man. Uh, that was I'm, really cool. Yeah, and I'm like I'm Greg still, Smallwood is the man. Yeah, but, I'm still on the fence for that book, but I, I don't know. I'm embarrassed how long it took me to realize this was an Akira homage. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's so good. Yeah, that might be the cover of the week. It's rad. Uh, That's really clever. It really yeah. is. Superman 78 continuing the uh, first Superman movie. Swamp Thing number nine. Uh, probably the most underrated thing happening yeah. at DC right now. Not enough people are reading this. It's fantastic. It's very, very good. I mean, Swamp um, Thing's got a great pedigree. Like, it's either Swamp Thing or Daredevil that's like the best pound for pound, like, oh, runs. Man like you know list but yeah um yeah this one's really good uh teen titans academy number seven yeah yeah same here same here uh and getting to the end here yeah why the last man compendium number one it's a tie-in cover uh classic uh if you haven't read it if Um, you don't have it go get it absolutely why the last man is 
fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, but it looks like, um, once again, they're pimping out something that didn't last on TV, though. They're trying to shop it around. It might get pushed. I hope they succeed. I do. Somewhere else. I don't really care. I didn't pick up on the show. Uh, I I just didn't. You know, I just sort of yeah. skipped it. Um, but it's just like, this, this kind of reminds me of the whole Jupiter's legacy situation, though. Right, yeah. right. Uh, so, yeah, the indie stuff is great, Michelle. I love, you know, the smaller press stuff. It's just really hard to to talk about it all, you know? There's just so much of it. Yeah. Uh, getting into everybody else, back over to Marvel. This book's come out Wednesday, November 3rd. Uh, well, we'll get into Marvel in a second, but... Uh, a thing called Truth, a chaotic LGBTQ road trip. Uh, looks interesting. Iolanda uh, Zanfernino and Elisa Romboli. Looks pretty good. I mean, great comic book art. Uh, it's yeah. only a couple page preview, so we're not really sure what it is, but uh, a couple of nice variants. Uh, not much from Image. Uh, they do have Frontiersman number two. First issue was great. Uh, Magic Order 2, number one. Uh, Magic Order is a book. Uh, yeah, that was an Akira reference. It's very, very cool. I might get it just for that Akira reference, that static shot. I was going to pick it up anyway, but I do hope to get yeah. that Akira cover. Nice. Uh, the Magic Order was kind of like an adult Harry Potter, like a bunch of magicians who were grown up just fighting each other. And it was okay, but it left a little bit to be desired. You know, like I wish it would have been a little bit more. And not more like longer, like more like get into what's going on with these characters a little bit more. Uh, it was very surface level. So maybe this will add a little bit of depth to that overall uh, universe that is really kind of fun. You know, like whiz, it's, it, it really is. It's like Harry Potter, but away from school. You know what I mean? Just living in that wizarding, you know, universe. So like some urban fantasy type of setting stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Me, You Love in the Dark, number four. Uh, this is the second to last issue. Scotty Young and Jorge Corona. This has been great. It's about an artist who goes away uh, into the country to find you know, herself a little bit more and find her spark in creativity. And the house is haunted. And she falls in love with this ghost. You know, The ghost sort of becomes her muse. And it's wonderful, dude. It's such a cool book. Uh, a new one from over here in Image, Chip Zdarsky. It's, arguably the biggest name in comics right now. Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, he's been hot for a while now. Yeah. Uh, but it's a private detective, sort of a hard-boiled thing. I, I did uh, read a few pages of the uh, first issue, and it's exactly what you'd expect from from something uh, like this book. Zdarsky doing a, a hard-boiled you know, sort of crime thing, and it's, it's solid. It's solid. Nice uh, uh, Lula Lote cover there. Uh, Primordial number two. This is probably my image book I'm looking forward to the most. Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. They have another project that they're working on for next year already. Uh, this is about when we sent animals into space during the Cold War. The dogs and the monkeys that we sent went through a portal and something crazy happened. That's basically the gist of the story, but really it's all driven by that Sorrentino art. It's so creative. It's so dynamic. Yeah, yeah, dude. This team is just amazing. Gideon Falls, when it was on shelves, it was the best thing on shelves every week. Uh, their Green Arrow was hot. Their Old Man Logan was hot. They're coming back to something at Marvel or DC. I'm not. I don't remember what, what it is, but this book is great. Yeah, the first issue just knocked it out of the park, and I'm so excited to to get my hands on issue two. 
Silver Coin. Man, it's another great series. Uh, this is an anthology series with a little bit of a twist. Typical anthology series. Uh, it's one writer doing the whole thing. It has a different artist for each issue. This is... Uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, is it Sorrentino on that book? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess it is Sorrentino. I'll take his word for it. But Yeah, on that uh... imposter. But yeah, here we got a uh, Michael Walsh, uh, getting yeah. a real murderer's row of writers to come on and write a horror anthology. Yeah, the first one had it had Zadarsky, it had Kelly Thompson. I think uh, um, Tinyan was even in on. There were a lot of folks. I think so. Yeah. That shit. Uh, the second volume started with Joshua Williamson. He is the new guy at DC Comics. He's the next guy to be on Batman. He's writing at least four books for them right now, and he's not on Batman yet. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be great. It's all about this magic coin, this cursed coin that, oh, yeah, even uh, Jeff Lemire had a story in that first run. But Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's all just a one uh, writer's take on Michael Walsh's idea that there's this cursed coin that keeps going around. And it's a fantastic series. Very well done. Uh, that's about it. We get a spawn. We get two moons, which is uh, still pretty good, more of a. Uh, like a Western, a supernatural Western. It's very good. And it wouldn't be a weakened image without a Walking Dead. Colorized up to issue 26 already. I mean, always, right? I mean, yep. this crazy. is. It's crazy. Always going to be coming out because it makes them a fuck ton of money, right? And honestly, exactly. since yeah. it does, I can't begrudge them. It seems yeah. a little silly to me to go back and buy like a 15 year old comic book, just like reprinted like this. Right, right. But Hey, I mean, there's an obviously yeah. an audience for it. Yeah. And good for them. Uh, it, it looks like I'm just going to roll through these dark horse has a lot, but they really don't. Uh, it's a hardcover beast of burden, a blade of the immortal buckaroo bonsai. Uh, all these are collected. Uh, critical role gets a new issue. If you're into critical role, I'm not, I'm not really a fan. Uh, and then a bunch of Dune merch. Dune was awesome. Oh, uh, I did finally get around to seeing Dune. And it was did you go to rad. the theater and see it? I did go to the theater, yeah. Oh, uh, it's worth it for the sound, I bet, alone. Yeah, like all the sci-fi spectacle of it oh, is yeah. uh, quite a lot in the theater. But anyway, back to this. Uh, um, a new Hellboy uh, comic is coming out. That's always fun. Uh, Last Flight Out was very cool. It's about like the end of the world. The scientist goes to a you know, torn up Chicago in the midst of, you know, the world coming to an end and trying to get his daughter out. Uh, Lucky Devil. This is a solid book where a demon possesses a guy and he gets it exercised, but he only exercises the demon and keeps the power. Uh, so it's a real fun twist there. Colin Bunn's writing that one. Uh, he's very good at horror. Uh, Orphan and the Five Beasts uh, is coming out. That James Stokey. Yeah, kind of like a... I guess a kung fu story, but like really Orphan, over the top. Orphan in the Five violence. Beats. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. A lot of brutal violence. It's James Stokey. Uh, he's known for just having great pencils, really. Uh, yeah, it's a Dave raves so much about it. He loves that sort of art. Uh, and that's it. We do it a Stranger Things winter special for anybody interested in that. Let's see who's writing that. Uh, Chris Robertson and uh, Abel is doing the, the art. So. For fans of Stranger Things, uh, IDW has nothing. They do have the best of April O'Neil, which if you're a fan of these biggie covers, you should definitely pick them up. Uh, in the latest issue of previews, they are doing a Transformers run of these best of books. 
and Biggie is doing the covers on those too. Those really have been I spent like the turtles worked better because you had the whole like color motif going, but yes. like this is pretty cool looking too. Yeah. They just look great on a wall, and I really want to get all of the Transformers ones. Like his version of Optimus Prime looks freaking cool, you know, just his cartoony sort of version, but I don't doubt it. Uh, and we get the mirror war number two, the big star Trek, the next generation event in the, the mirror universe. Uh, it's been fantastic. They've had two issues, even though this is the second issue, they had a zero issue. I'm a sucker for that shit, man. I am a sucker. And it's I mean, so you good. seem like a, an easy lay for yeah. like a next generation. I'm the, mark. <laughs> I'm the mark for this shit. Yeah. I am the mark. All right, here it is. Getting into the Marvel. Amazing Fantasy Penultimate Issue. This has been not a bad series, but kind of disappointing. I really wanted it to be a lot more. I mean, I get that. I mean, part of me wishes maybe they maybe they split their focus a little too much going between like these three point of view characters might have been better if like we're just following cap or we're just following Natasha. But yes, um, that being said, it is still like insane shit, right? I mean, last issue had like, you know, cap and his army of cat people facing off (laughs) against like uncle Ben and his dragons and, you know, Natasha and her centaurs, you know? Yeah. I Um, mean, and that's what it's supposed to be. It is goofy fun. So it does deliver on that. Uh, front but it's really just the goofiness here there's like it's not like weird world from a few years ago where there was like more to it than just like the oh fuck that's insane factor you know there's a lot more to it uh dark hawk continues i don't know anybody reading that no idea uh death of dr strange gets a second printing uh death of dr strange starts to dribble into pardon me into tie-ins with an avengers tie-in um not for me not something i'm getting yeah i'm not uh in this particular churn here uh and that's basically it except for star wars there is so much star wars star wars number 18 scroll down a little bit let's see if star wars can fill up the whole page here oh it can up close now almost yep strange academy presents the death of dr strange made it but yeah there's so much star wars i mean they're really putting all their money into the galaxy far, far away here. But yeah, War of the Bounty Hunters just will not end. Uh, Strange Academy presents Death of Doctor Strange. Yeah, I don't know who the, who this person is. They're selling this to. I mean, I've been enjoying Doctor. I've been enjoying to. Strange Academy, but I don't think I'm going to get this particular tie-in for it. You know, yeah. and Mike Del Mundo is no slouch, but Humberto Ramos oh, not is at the all. only reason to buy this book. This book is just okay. For me it's harry potter like we were saying it's it's harry potter in the marvel universe i mean it's Basically. fine it's just yeah it's just not for me uh winter guard almost done there you know trying to get a little bit of that uh natasha money from black widow x-men legends number eight and Trial i mean of speaking Mania. of goofy fun right if like you know yeah x-men legends but yeah just a second printing for trial of magneto now Which, I am getting uh, X Men Legends number eight just because I get everything X Men. I am not sure, but I don't think there is another Marvel book that I'm buying this week. This is a weirdly thin it week for Marvel. Weird. It's just, it's so nuts, dude. The X Men Legends is the books? only X book coming out, and yes. that really doesn't even count because it's there not like up to date continuity. 
There were four last week. That yeah, is some weird pacing they're doing. It's actually in continuity that does not matter anymore. Well, yeah, is, it's it's not like weird. it's not the Krakoan status quo, you know. So yeah. I don't even really count this as an X book coming out this week. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I'm getting it because I like all these old X Men stories. I like that they're. I'm sure. Yeah, it's fun. But yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. But yeah, if it wasn't for that book. And honestly, if the Krakoa shit wasn't going on, I might skip that. Have skipped that too, because I'm weird like that. Sometimes when X Men isn't going well, I just skip it all. But yeah, it's a weird fucking week at Marvel, dude. There's just nothing coming out. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, what I, I mean, that's I like you know, Amazing Fantasy kind of wins by default from Marvel here, but yeah, you know, that's not a book I'm super excited about. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, moving on to everybody else, the smaller press, Jennifer's Blood, uh, all these other ones that are really expensive. These are just cool covers that they're trying to sell, you know, special covers. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Red Sony number three. Uh, Sheena the Jungle Queen actually gets a number one. Uh, Stephen Mooney, Jethro Morales. Uh, I mean, again, it is what it is when you go to Dynamite. There's always some cheesecake there. Always, always. Um, but I mean, Sheena, a jungle queen, is a dope book, dude. I mean, she's fighting monsters and dinosaurs and shit. It's a pretty rad book. I mean, Red uh, Sonya and like Vampirella and Barbarella, they all like kick a lot of ass, but yeah, like, and they're all they're undeniably like, cheesecake, though, you know? Yeah, but like I'm reading Barbarella just because the art is just amazing. But it's, she's really like sex positive and feminist. It's it really works. You and know, hey, that's cool. Age, that is genuinely so. cool. But even though like she got a butt that won't quit, she's real. I don't know. Maybe that's just complicated times. Uh, and the Vampiverse number three, which is all the Vampirellas from all the different universes. Moving on, Boom has three books coming out this week, and they are all trades. What Lumberjanes is really good, but oh, I did not know awesome. we were all the way up to volume 20. Jesus. Yeah. 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 And it's a huge preview and it's a cool book, man. It's a very fun book. If you've never right. checked out Lumberjanes, it is a pretty cool series. Yeah. I heard they were doing an animated series at one point, but yeah, I heard that like Noelle Stevenson was getting like leverage for that. And like that Namina book that she does. Yes. Yes. So I guess she's still working on that because it doesn't be seem great. like she's writing comics as much these days. Yeah, but hey, I mean, you you make that money, Noel. You totally deserve Do it. it. Do it. Great writer. Uh, Deserves right, moving, that money. Moving on to everybody else. Not much. Again, if you see something, say something. Agrisuko, um Batman one, number 100 is the variants are getting reprints. Uh, looks like sign stuff, but. Uh, Blade Runner from Titan Comics. Blue Baron. I don't even know what that is. Uh, By the Horns. Yeah, I don't know what any of this is. Internet equals that sexist toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Eli. I miss you guys. It didn't feel like a, a Monday. I say that. I don't listen on Mondays. But they didn't have a show this week. For the first time in a while. Ooh, a Department of Truth number one signed for 65 bucks. That's actually a fucking bargain, dude. Mm. Yeah, that's actually a bargain. Department of Truth number one, just raw, is going for like 40 bucks. A first print. Well, because they, they got that show announced now. So this might be a decent investment opportunity. It then. could be, could be. 
a uh, bunch of other dynamic forces. Uh, Digger number one. There's just not much. Uh, Guillaume March, uh, his book Laura is actually coming back. That's that looks good. This is when he can do a little bit more of his risque stuff, you know, without the bonds of DC Comics. Nice. I have no idea what's going on here, but it looks trippy oh, yeah. as hell. Yeah, it looks trippy, dude. Uh, Gun Honey number one up to third print on that. I told everybody, look out for this book. I told everybody. You know, no one believed me. No one believed me. Well, I mean, you're not exactly the best. I'm know. okay, though. I'm okay. One out of five, <laughs> man. You know, 20%. Uh, Knighted. Uh, we'll take a look at the preview for Knighted, see what's going on here. Uh, it looks okay. Sorry, it looks like a little fun take on superheroes. I love that little headquarters. That's rad. All right, moving on. Uh, my bad, number one. This is one of the ones we were talking about that is also coming out on Lunar. Um, but it is Mark Russell. It is Bryce Ingram. Uh, and Peter Krauss. Uh, a sharp superhero spoof from a stellar team that includes co-creators of Irredeemable and Second Coming. In Gravel City, the supervillain Emperor King has devised not only a sadistic death trap for his archenemy, the Accelerator, but also the means to penetrate the top secrets of his other archenemy, the Chandelier. Important new comic book universe begins here. We say sarcastically. So, yeah, this looks like classic Mark Russell, you know, tongue-in-cheek satire on superhero stuff. So, I'm sure that will be a blast. I don't know what my top three are going to be this week. I ain't got a top three this week. I mean, it is kind of slim pickings, honestly. It is slim pickings. There ain't nothing. I mean, I'm looking through the rest of this. All right, we've come to the end. Um. Well, um, I am looking forward to – I would not have said this in my top three for just about any other week, but I would probably put that uh, that Tom Taylor medieval superhero thing. Yeah, I can't even remember the fucking name of the book either. I think it's A Knight's Tale by Batman. Yeah, um, or like yeah, Steel Knight or something. I don't remember. I but yeah, Steel Knight or something like that. But yeah, that's Tom definitely... Taylor's medieval Superman thing, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw Primordial number two on there, as odd as that is, you know. Uh, and the Mirror War, I'm I'm real hype on that. I'm looking uh, forward to trying out Human Target. I will say. All right, you that know sweet what? Greg Smallwood art. With a, as much of a shitty week it is, I will get that book too, and we will talk about it next week. Yeah, because it is a very very light week for me. So uh, awesome. Uh, it's been short, but Hey, been fun. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We really appreciate it. Uh, keep coming back. We got shit going on all the time. The bullies, <laughs> like I said, did not have an episode this week, but they will be back next week right here on this channel. Come back and find them. Uh, big Willie's doing shit throughout the week. We got our, our show next Sunday. Uh, keep coming back, uh, to outrageekery.com. We got a bunch of different links there to all kinds of different stuff. Uh, swag, Patreon, uh, all of the you know different social media channels. It's insane. So a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. But most of all, thanks to this Joker for hanging out with this Joker. Got your back, man. We're going to do it again next time. Same geek time. Same geek channel. His heart and soul into that one. You guys have no idea. I mean, I feel like, you know, I got to give it my A game. Yeah. <laughs>